Hey, 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 everybody. A big Bay Flavor hello to all of you this Memorial Day weekend. This is my latest piece for Mental Health Awareness Month series, May 2022. And the name of it is Let's Get Physical. I'm going to start off with the disclaimer that I have been reciting for all the pieces for my mental health awareness series so that I don't get sued because we live in quite the litigious society. So the disclaimer is as follows. I am not a medical professional. I'm a well-read, curious person who is lucky enough to have found things that work for me and benefit my overall health. I believe that people have the power to take control of their own health. I do not believe that medical professionals are useless, but I do believe Americans have become a little too dependent on them. Everybody needs help at different points in their lives, however. So if you are experiencing depression, anxiety, or any other mental health issue, please go talk to somebody. If you want to do this um, privately, you can go to the written portion of this piece in the disclaimer, click on the three words, talk to somebody. It will take you to a website that has the top 10 best online therapists. You could do it from the comfort of your own home. And just remember, there is no shame in doing what's best for you and your personal growth. I want to bring up some recent events, unfortunate recent, recent events here in this country. This piece is dedicated to the lives lost this month in Buffalo, New York and Uvalde, Texas. I can still recall when the Columbine massacre happened at 12 years old. That was my first experience with a mass shooting. This country is more divided than it was in 1999 when Columbine occurred. It seems like all I've witnessed in the form of a quote unquote solution is finger pointing and name calling. Blaming does not help the healing process. The bottom line is that there are a lot excuse me, the bottom line is that there are a lot of families who will be missing somebody at the Memorial Day barbecue this weekend. Please put your political affiliations aside and send love to those families this weekend. They need all the loving vibes we have to offer. This piece is also dedicated to our active duty and veteran service members. Success is not achievable without sacrifice, and these folks make the ultimate sacrifice. Have fun and be safe this Memorial Day weekend. I want to recite a quote before I get into the nitty-gritty, the meat of this piece. The quote is from one Jesse Pavelka, who is an author, fitness coach, and TEDx speaker. He started a, or excuse me, he co-founded a wellness company. I believe it's called Pavelka Wellness. And Jesse says, if we live a sedentary life, you're going to be depressed and lack confidence. So get out there and get active. Now let's get into this piece. Olivia Newton-John offered great advice back in 1981 when she sang the lyrics, let's get physical, physical. Even though she was metaphorically referring to a desired sexual encounter, the music video depicts, depicts her working out in a gym. Quite the double entendre. Well done, Olivia. Well done. Now, sex offers its share of mental health benefits, but this article will focus more on modest, excuse me, will focus on more modest examples of physical exercise. Apologies to those out there who were hoping this would be like one of those steamy romance novels with a Fabio looking dude on the cover. So sorry. Now, for me, the journey to becoming physically fit started in 2017. I was going to a trade school for HVAC in St. Petersburg, Florida. Shout out to P-Tech. And my only mode of transportation was a bicycle. 
School was Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to noon, so my afternoons were wide open. I set a very general personal goal at that time, get in shape. A goal that is nonspecific like that one does not normally pan out, but I'm very pleased to say that this was not the case in this instance. I purchased a yoga mat and started watching stretching videos on YouTube. The stretching coupled with walking and biking made my body crave more. This is most likely due to the molecule of more, dopamine. I found an incredible explanation of dopamine in a book I recently read. To your brain, this single molecule is the ultimate multipurpose device urging us through thousands of neurochemical processes to move beyond the pleasure of just being into exploring the universe of possibilities that come when we imagine. Mammals, reptiles, birds, and fish all have this chemical inside their brains, but no creature has more of it than a human being. It is a blessing and a curse, a motivation and a reward. Carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, plus a single nitrogen atom. It is simple in form and complex in result. This is dopamine, and it narrates no less than the story of human behavior. Dopamine is responsible for processes in the body, such as regulating heart rate, sleep cycles, mood, attention, motivation, working memory, learning, and pain processing. Dopamine is not the only neurotransmitter released during physical exercise, however. When you exercise, your brain releases endorphins and endocannabinoids as well. Exercise also promotes neuroplasticity and increases oxygen supply to your brain. Neuroplasticity is the ability of your brain and nervous system to change their activity in response to internal or external stimuli. This plays a huge role in learning new skills, activities, and languages. I can personally attest to this smarter feeling during exercise. I have this thing that I do where I will run to a sheet of paper or my phone to jot down a thought or an idea. This is um, what I call the curse of creativity. I notice that this happens more when I'm working out. My creative and curious nature seems to be amplified during workouts. Now, as a result of discipline and dedication to physical fitness, I have accomplished things with my body that I could only dream of doing before. Researching and discovering the importance of breathing has helped tremendously as well. I realized that I had been breathing incorrectly my entire life. After reading the book Breath, The New Science of a Lost Art, I train myself to breathe through my nose, inhale, and exhale. This is something I do even if I'm running or jumping rope. I will mouth breathe occasionally, but I'm able to catch myself doing it and correct the behavior in real time. A friend of mine recently called me and asked how I got in shape. This person leads a sedentary lifestyle and is overweight. I told my friend that it boiled down to hard work, dedication, and persistence. I explained to my friend how I started with walking and stretching, but that I did it every day. After my body got used to that and I became bored with it, I bought a jump rope. Once that started to bore me, I found an outdoor gym and started doing pull-ups. It all started to grow from there, just planting one seed after another. This strategy of planting different physical activity seeds has served me very well. I planted a couple of those seeds recently in the form of dance and yoga. I'm three classes in as far as yoga goes. Two of these classes have been 90-minute hot yoga sessions. The first class that I'm referring to 
was with a colleague who is a realtor and owns her own yoga business. Her name is Donna Dickey, and she owns a business called Yoga Abode. It's a mobile yoga studio, which is an awesome idea. And I'm on the Young Professionals Network for the Realtors Association, and Donna was gracious enough to volunteer her time last month in April, meet us downtown at Maritime Park for what we called Yoga at Sunset. And it was my first guided yoga session with an actual instructor as opposed to doing it you know, from a YouTube video. And I liked it a lot. And that's why I decided to try hot yoga to challenge myself even more. And the fact that I was able to walk into one of those hot yoga classes two weeks ago and hold my own is a testament to me reaching my goal of getting in shape. Because these classes are not easy, not by a long shot. They are more manageable, though, because I've been essentially training for them since 2017. So shout out to Yoga Abode and Uru Yoga and Beyond, which is where I've been doing the hot yoga. Dance. What a beautiful thing. Starting in mid-2020, I started thinking about how cool it would be to learn salsa. I have always admired the Latin culture. They are a beautiful people, and their food is incredible. Most importantly, they know how to have fun, just like the Irish. The rhythmic motion and fast-paced nature of salsa was very attractive to me. I am so glad that I met a special friend in late 2020 who encouraged me to try dancing. I really had been embarrassed, I guess, to even admit that I wanted to try dance. I'm not sure what or why. Probably, you know, um, society and the machismo that goes with uh, being a man. But either way, I am so glad that she encouraged me, or I'm so glad that I was able to share that with her and that she encouraged me to go try it out because honestly, I'm not sure I would have tried it out if not for her. So thank you. Now I know how to salsa, bachata, cha-cha, waltz, tango, swing, foxtrot, bolero, hustle, all to varying degrees, of course. Now there's a video in the written portion of this piece. It's from my YouTube channel, uh, Bay Flavor Projects. And if you watch this video, you will witness one of the most beautiful things in the universe, somebody learning from another individual. Learning through collaboration is what Bay Flavor is all about. So check out that video in the written portion. Please subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. It will help facilitate my personal growth, and I will very much appreciate it. Now, I would be remiss if I did not shamelessly plug my dance studio showcase on June 25th here in beautiful Pensacola, Florida. I will be participating in some group dances with other students and performing a solo with my dance instructor, Maria, that is going to wow everybody in attendance. If you're wondering why I called a dance with two people a solo, you're not alone. My studio calls them solos, even though they are clearly duets. Don't ask me why. Anyway, if you want to see the show of the year, hit me up for a ticket. They are $35 each, and the proceeds are going to United Ministries, which is a nonprofit who helps families in crisis in Escambia and Santa Rosa counties with financial assistance for rent, mortgage, and utility bills. Whether it be hit, yoga, dance, hiking, Pilates, lifting weights, or jumping rope, I beg you to find something physical to do. Obesity is a serious issue here in America. 
one could argue it's the country's most severe health crisis from 1999 to 2000 through 2017 to about March 2020. U.S. obesity prevalence increased from 30.5% to 41.9%. Folks, that is alarming to say the least. We're talking almost a 12% increase in less than 20 years. That's pretty scary. If the numbers continue like this, the whole country is going to be obese before you know it. Now, during that same time, the prevalence of severe obesity increased from 4.7% to 9.2%. So more than doubled. Obesity-related conditions include heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, and certain types of cancer. These are among the leading causes of preventable premature death. The mental health crisis may be the only other health-related issue in obesity's league. There is an argument to be made that obesity and a decline in mental health are related. I believe that the true cause of the decline in many persons' mental health is a sedentary lifestyle. Obesity is merely a symptom of this lifestyle. Video games, smartphones, and an atrocious diet, the unholy trinity of the sedentary lifestyle. Before I made a conscious dis decision to get in shape, I was living a rather sedentary lifestyle. Now, I've never been obese. I've always been the skinny guy, but that does not mean I wasn't unhealthy when I was living this sedentary lifestyle. Now that I have completely flipped the script, I no longer feel depressed. Sure, I get blue from time to time, as I have this disorder known as the human condition, but I no longer have episodes where I don't eat or lack the motivation to get out of bed. At this point, I'm working on not feeling guilty for simply sitting down and watching the newest season of Stranger Things, which I finished over the weekend and enjoyed thoroughly. It was worth the wait. If you haven't checked out Stranger Things, I suggest you go to Netflix and give it a shot. Awesome show, incredible production, writing, editing, acting, the whole nine. It's just awesome. Now, according to a study published in 2005, where 80 participants were divided into five groups with differing levels of physical activity, for all these groups, the ratings of depressive symptoms on the Hamilton scale fell regardless of exercise dosage. Now, what does that tell you? I believe I could continue writing this article until the cows come home, but I'm also aware of Americans' incredibly short attention span. Nobody likes a minute man, unless it's in reference to an article or video. In summation, I want to tell you that I am a firm believer in physical activity's positive effect on mental health. This belief is backed by science and my own personal journey. If you are still on the fence about it, go give it a try. Take Miss Newton-John's advice and get physical physical. Now go to the written portion. If you're listening to this, of course, go to the written portion of this piece. And at the bottom, I included three links to different videos. And I'm subscribed to all these channels that I use them personally for workouts right here at my home. Um, that, that these are to help people who aren't sure where to start or even people that are into physical fitness already. With the technology we have at our disposal, at our disposal, excuse me, there is no need for a gym membership. Just be sure to be safe and listen to your body and keep it bay flavor.